Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome to the Padres Postgame Show on the Padres Radio Network. Coming up, we'll deliver a full recap of the game with highlights, player interviews, and we'll take you down to the manager's office to hear from Jay Stingler. Plus, an update on the scores from around baseball, final comments from the radio booth, and of course, your phone calls. You can call us at 833-288-0973. Catch it all here on the Padres Radio Network. Woo! I said it before the game, the Padres are never out of it. What else are we going to see this season? And not even the season we can witness uh, on a day-to-day basis with this Padres team because they do things that we are just not ready for, and they do things that we think that it's not possible. But it is possible. I am kind of at a loss for words right now because I don't really know what else to say. This game, it was so far gone from the Padres winning in the top of the ninth, that the stat cast probability had the Astros at 100% winning margin with two outs, meaning the computers, which crunch baseball numbers just continuously, thought in all of the number-crunching scenarios it goes through, in all the prediction it makes, the computer thought there was no chance the Padres won that game or win that game, and the computer had never seen Fernando Tatis Jr. play baseball in pressure situations. That is why the computer was so wrong and said the Astros had a 100% chance of winning. Uh, This Padres team, it's legit, and this Padres team can handle any sort of wrench thrown their way. Last night they had a the 7-11 game, I think some are calling it on Twitter. Seven runs in the 11th inning, and now today a five-run deficit overcome late in the game. And now I've been coming up with these stupid nicknames, so please uh, tweet me, at Matt Scraby, if you have a nickname for today's game. But these are just working working titles for the game, so don't make fun of me. But, like, what about the comeback in crunch time? The derailing in downtown? The computer crusher? And then this one is really stupid. The draining of the juice box, which, you know, Minute Maid is where the Astros play. And uh, they call it the juice box. So if you have any nicknames for the game, please uh, tweet them to me at Matt Scraby, M-A-T-T-S-K-R-A-B as in boy Y. Or you can give us a call, 833-288-0973. We have so, so, so much to go through tonight. Like, I, I honestly don't even know where to start. I'm a little flustered at the moment, figuring out where we're going to go with this, but... We will be talking about all of the highlights. Uh, we will be talking about the player of the game. The player of the game will hear from Jace Tingler. We will hear from a player. And we will also hear about what's happening in the game between the Giants and the Dodgers. Because that is a big time for the Padres and for the standings. So 
I can't say enough about what we witnessed today. I mean, for the first, I would say, five innings. You know, you Darvish, he did struggle today. And it was one of those days where things weren't going Yu's way. And he wasn't even, and I was going to say this because I had written out this whole thing about how the, you know, I, I basically had written an in memoriam for this game until Fernando Tatis Jr. crushed that home run into the train tracks and uh, shut up that train. But... The the Padres like you Darvish he was he was getting squeezed by the umpire he had some pitches that were strikes that were not called strikes and he had to work around all of that and you will go down you know he's not going to take the loss in this game but he didn't pitch terribly either so there are things that you can take from this and uh, move forward with because he, it wasn't all his it wasn't his worst game by any stretch of the imagination so i'm seeing twitter going crazy i'm seeing the phones light up please give us a call 833-288-0973 uh, or you can tweet me at Matt Scraby. But we have uh, so much to get to that I am going to step aside. We're going to take our first break. I'm going to talk with Brian Cohen, who has been here for every single second of nine hours and 51 minutes worth of baseball the last two nights, two games. I mean, someone tweeted me that the, who who knew that this game would last longer than last night's tonight's game? Well, it wasn't even tonight's game when we started. This was an afternoon game. And we went five hours and eight minutes tonight, but it was all worth it. So thank you to Brian Cohen. We're going to regroup, and we're going to go through some of the highlights. When we get back, the Padres end up winning an improbable, incredible game, 11-8 to in 12 innings, the fourth game in a row that the Padres have gone to extra innings, and the second in a row that they've had to come back to get to the extra innings as well as win in extra innings. So I, I just have so much to say, and I know everybody out there has so much to say. So 833-288-0973 or tweet me at Matt Scraby. When we get back, we're going to go through some of the highlights. We're going to hear from uh, manager Jace Tingler. I'm going to read some of your tweets. We're going to have a good old time on a Saturday night in a Padres win. So we'll do that next on 97.3 The Fan. This is Dan Altavilla from the San Diego Padres. You're listening to the Padres postgame show on 97.3 The Fan. And the Padres win over the Astros 11-8 to in another stunning, incredible uh, victory that we did not think was possible. Even the computer, as I said, did not think it was possible. It was 100% win probability for the Astros when Fernando Tatis Jr. stepped up to the plate in the top of the ninth inning. And uh, obviously, again, I will say this a million times tonight, the computer has never actually seen Fernando Tatis Jr. play baseball. They did not give him a good enough chance to uh, at least tie up that game. So Austin Adams gets the win on the night. He moves to 2-0. and Garza Jr., tough day to debut for Garza. He uh, ended up giving up that home run to Will Myers in the 12th inning, and he takes the loss. Miguel Diaz gets the first save of his career tonight in the 11-8 to win for the San Diego Padres. I see you on the phones. Stay right there. We're going to get to all of you, uh, but first we need to go through some of the highlights. Let's listen back to the most exciting plays from today's game with our game highlights presented by Eco Water SoCal. What's in your water? Find out online at EcoWaterSoCal.com and schedule your free water test today. That's EcoWaterSoCal.com. 
Now, uh, I originally was going to go through everything that happened with you, Darvish, and Jake Odorizzi, but that is a moot point at this point because everything was erased later in the game. But I will say this. Jake Odorizzi coming off of the IL was very good today. He was shutting down the, the Padres. He even had uh, you know a string of consecutive batters that he retired. So Jake Odorizzi gave the Padres all they could handle. And you, Darvish, as I said in the open, he didn't uh, pitch his best but he also was able to work around it, and he was able to do what he needed to do to not let the game get out of hand. So we're going to skip forward to the fourth inning, the top or the bottom of the fourth inning. And you, Darvish, uh, he started the bottom of the fourth, singling or surrendering a single to Chaz McCormick. Then he got two quick outs, but the dangerous Carlos Correa came to the plate. First base is open. And the first pitch to Correa is swung on and hit well out to right field. Myers going back again, looking up, going to go into the bullpen. A two-run homer for Carlos Correa, his eighth of the year. And the Astros going to take a 2 to nothing lead here in the fourth inning. And so that was it. 2 nothing lead for the Astros. Bottom of or top of the fifth was more of the same from the Padres. Will Myers, Profar, and Kim went down in order. Bottom of the fifth was the turning point for you, Darvish. And I'll say that uh, Darvish was not getting calls on the corners. There were a few pitches in this inning that were called balls when they were looking like they were strikes. I watched the stat cast all game, and uh, that is telling me that those were strikes. But didn't matter. There was also a key call in this inning. Altuve Lotus is after he was, uh, quote-unquote, hit by a pitch. But really, it looked like like it went off the bottom knob of his bat. There was no challenge by the Padres, and who knows what would have happened, but things went south quick after this, and later on, and we it didn't really matter. But McCormick hit a sack fly and scored one. Bregman doubles and scored one more. It was four to nothing Astros. After a quick mound visit, Kyle Tucker reached on an air by Jake Cronenworth, but that did allow Altuve to score and move the game to five and zero oh or five to nothing in favor of the Astros. Darvish would strike out Carlos Correa, but the damage was done. And like I said in this, the pregame show, this team is never out of it. Out, out of it because Victor Caratini led off the six with a line drive to right. Tommy Pham singled to center, and it was two on and no out. A good spot for Manny Machado, but he lined out to center. Still two on and no out. It's still two on and one out. And the Astros would make a pitching change. Jake Odorizzi, as I said, he was he was more than effective in his return. He went five and a third innings, giving up one earned run, three hits, struck out four, and walked only one batter in 87 pitches. Dusty Baker would bring in Brooks Raley, who was the one who allowed the Padres to break it open uh, last night. Things did get interesting with Jake Cronenworth singling just over the head of shortstop Carlos Correa, which loaded the bases for the Padres with Fernando Tatis Jr. up to bat, but that made the score... Uh, five to one, not what we all wanted, uh, but we can't be greedy because Tatis did swing at that three Oh pitch. And I'm seeing people on Twitter criticizing him for swinging three Oh in that situation. I say if Fernando wants to swing, he could swing in any count, and I will never question him. And I wrote that before he hit the home run. If he drives and say three runs, it's no big deal. But if you want over the top reactions about games, go to Twitter because they're over-top reactions. You Darvish's day was done, and although he did battle all game long, the Astros were just a little bit better at the plate. He went five innings, gave up four earned runs, a home run, four hits, walked three, and struck out five in 92 pitches. Then Craig Stammen would make an appearance in the bottom of the sixth. He got the first out by strikeout. Then Taylor Jones singled. Uh, Miles Straw singled. And then Garrett Stubbs, San Diego's own, does something we don't see very often, and he sacrificed. 
uh, bunt, and the Astros sent, uh, and that was it for that inning. The Astros sent Andre Scrub to the mound, and the Padres did threaten again. Will Myers singled to the left, Profar walked, Caratini struck out, Joe Smith then replaced Scrub, and he got out of the inning. Now, Aaron Northcraft came into the game for the Padres, relieving Craig Stammen. He walked McCormick, but was able to get Alex Bregman to ground into a double play and then got Kyle Tucker to fly out. So it was the top of the eighth, and the Padres were not going to just let the Astros win this game easy. Machado doubled, Cronenworth walked, and Eric Hosmer reached a career milestone with this. Here's the 0-1. And Haas with a hard hit liner into right center field and a base hit. Machado is on his way home. He will score. And Cronenworth into third base. RBI single Eric Hosmer. It's 6-2 Astros in the eighth. That would be Eric Hosmer's 800th RBI of his career. So a big RBI for him, 6-2. to two. Runners on first and third. Will Myers then did his best, Eric Hosmer. 2-2. Two and two. Here's the pitch to Myers. Kind of reached for grounded to the left side. In between hop. It gets through to Correa. Short throw to first. Not in time. Bregman tried to scoop it in front of Correa. Just whiffed. It ends up at the shortstop. But by that point, he couldn't get it out. Cronenworth comes in to score. It's 6-3, to three, and the Padres will bring the tying run to the plate here in the eighth. So the Padres were crawling, clawing back is what I meant to say here late in the game. Jerks and Profar hit a line drive down the first base line, but Taylor Jones snags it, and he throws it to first. And after a re- review, they confirm Profar was out, and Jace Tingler was promptly tossed from the game because you're not allowed to argue anything about a decision on a reviewed play. Uh, so I, we don't need to talk about it right now. We'll talk about it a little bit later. But that was the second out. Hassan Kim had a chance to drive in the runners, but he grounded out. So bottom of the eighth saw Aaron Northcraft back out there. And after a walk and a single, he found his way to get three straight outs to end the inning. And now everybody put on their seatbelt because this game got wild in the top of the ninth inning. The Padres were down to their last chance. And after a Caratini ground out and a Tommy Pham strikeout, you probably thought this one was over, but not so fast. Manny Machado walked. Jake Cronenworth doubled, with which moved Manny to third. Then El Nino Fernando Tatis Jr. stepped in the box with the Padres down to one out, down six to three. He hit a high fly ball, but Taylor Jones, the first baseman of the Astros, misplayed the ball, and he ended up falling and not catching the pop-up, which would have ended the game. And the very next pitch, this happened. Tying run at the plate, two outs in the ninth. And the pitch to Fernando is hammered to deep left. Will it stay fair? It does! Up over the railroad tracks in left, and we are 6-6 in the ninth. It's incredible what he can do. He hit that ball so hard, it hit the glass in left field above all the fans, above that stupid train in the tracks. It was a 448, 114.9 mile per hour home run. And again, the stat cast probability showed a 100% win probability for the Astros with two outs. And again, I will say the computer has never seen Fernando Tatis Jr. play baseball. Absolutely incredible what he has done in the last two nights. There are guys who don't do what he does with the pressure in their entire career, and he did it in back-to-back games. He tied it up yesterday with the home run in the eighth, and then tonight the three-run home run in the top of the ninth inning. The game would go into extras for the fourth time in four day in four games for the first time in Padres history that happened. Pierce Johnson locked down the Astros to keep it at six runs apiece. 
Top 10 in Will Myers' walks. Profar grounded into a double play, but it did score Hosmer, who was placed on second. So 7-6 to six Padres. Bottom of the 10th in Padres closer Mark Melanson relieved Pierce Johnson. And in back-to-back nights, he was asked to get the save. 2-0. Here's the pitch to Correa, and that is line to left. That will tie the game. It's going to roll to the wall. Tucker on his way home. We are 7-7 in the 10th. And Correa standing at second with an RBI double. This game not over by any stretch of the imagination. Manny Machado with two outs in the top of the 11th. And Ha Sung Kim on base. Here's the first pitch to Manny. Fastball hit hard on the ground. Through the right side. And a base hit to give him the lead. Kim comes in to score. 8-7 to seven Padres in the 11th. So the game swings to the Padres once again. Austin Adams into pitch for the Padres in the bottom of the 11th. Stubbs had another good sacrifice bunt, and it moved Miles Strada third. Then Austin Adams walked Chaz McCormick. But Caratini couldn't handle the pitch up over his head, and Miles Straw was able to get home on the pass ball, and the game was tied in the 11th. Adam, the Adams then struck out Kyle Tucker, and we went to the 12th. The Astros, who were down to basically no pitcher, sent out Ralph. Ralph Garza Jr. for his Major League debut. He wanted none of Fernando Tatis Jr. and they intentionally walked him. Then Hosmer flied out and Will the Thrill Myers wanted to end this game. 2-1, hit in the air to right field, pretty well struck. Tucker's going back. He will get to the fence and leap. It's going to go! Will Myers with an opposite field three-run homer. And the Padres take an 11-8 lead in the 12th. Have a day, Will Myers. And he did have a day. He went three for five with uh, four RBIs on the night and a home run. I keep saying on the night, but this game started at 1.10 p.m. It doesn't matter, though. It doesn't matter, though. The Padres did everything they can to win, and they did his fifth home run of the year. Now we head to the bottom of the 12th, and Miguel Diaz comes on to get his first, or at least attempt to get his first save in the majors. Runner on second, two outs. The 2-2 pitch is swung on and missed. Miguel Diaz strikes out Taylor Jones, picks up his first major league save as the Padres win a wild one in 12 innings. And that was it. The Padres would go on to win 11-8 to in 12 innings in a wild one. It doesn't even begin to describe how today's game went. Austin Adams gets the win for the Padres. He's 2-0. Garza Jr. takes the loss. He's 0-1. And Miguel Diaz, he is uh, he gets the save for the first time in his major league career. So he has one save. The uh, Padres scored 11 runs on 13 hits. They did have one air, and the Astros scored eight runs on nine hits. They had no airs. This game was five hours and eight minutes long, and uh, the Padres sent out a lot of pitchers, and so did the Astros. We'll get into all of that a little bit later. I see all of you on the phones. Please stay there. Kathy, Wendell, uh, all the other people who have called in, we will get to you, I promise, but we have to go check in with the manager of the Padres, Jace Tingler, to see what he thinks about tonight's game. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Let's take a trip down to the Padres Clubhouse and hear from the manager, Jace Tingler. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food. 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian Resource. Jace, I want to know what you were doing in the clubhouse watching those last uh, few innings and your reaction as uh, you guys just kept scoring at Will's Homer. Yeah, we were in the training room and there were a bunch of pitchers and trainers and uh, a lot of so um, that's what was going on. And, uh, you know, at least inside and, you know, outside was just a, a group of men who just refused to give in and just just absolutely keep going. Um, you know, unbelievable laying everything they got out there and, uh, you know, from pitching and defense offensively. You know, it's a it's a group that uh, they won't go away. Um, and uh, I love every aspect of it. How exhausting are these games? Uh, they're long, they're extra innings, they're depleting your pitching. <clears throat> yeah, um, no doubt uh, they are. Uh, we're, we'll go back, uh, do the best we can at getting some rest. Uh, obviously not going to do anything in the morning. Uh, you know, they'll, they'll come up, we'll stretch, make it a couple flips uh, in the uh, in the cage, and you know we're, we're going to go and play. I've never been a part of, you know, four consecutive extra inning games and, um, you know, the extra inning games, they've, they've, they've gone, uh, you know, more than, you know, just the 10th, but, uh, you know, our guys are some type of resilient. They're, you know, they're built for this. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll do what we can get off our feet tonight, uh, try to sleep in as long as we can and, and get ready to go tomorrow. Any other questions for Jace? I do. If there's not, uh, Jace, what what uh, made you argue that particular call when you know what the result's going to be? I don't want to get into you know like what what I think of the the the, the, the system. I I prefer the story be uh, you know the group of men that the, the the team you know battling and um, you know lay, laying their heart out there and, and doing everything there. I mean, obviously, um, it's a flawed system. I mean, what what, what do you say? You know, it's, um, what do you say? This isn't the first time this year. This isn't the first time. And um, I just, nobody understands it. And Jason, I have one more question on that. Is that just, is that that the call on the field is is kind of the precursor and determines kind of what's going to happen if they can't decide? Is that what your objection is primarily? Yeah, I think so. I mean, nobody's upset at a bang-bang play if an umpire 
um, you know, makes a call and you go back and look at it on video. Uh, but to to come back and just make up nonsense um, is with, with today's technology. And uh, I, I don't know what you can say. He, he slid and didn't touch the bag. You know, I, like, let, just have some common sense. You know, it, it just doesn't make any sense. And, you know, they sit back and, you know, and I, I'm not the only one. You know, it's it's around the league. Miguel Diaz, uh, obviously someone was going to have to come in and get, and get the save. Uh, what this kid has done for you in so many roles this year, I know you weren't actually on the field, but, but what can you say about what Miguel has done? He's he, He's been one of many highlights, you know, with, with, with our pitchers. But, you know, what he's been able to do, he, he started as he's given us long relief, and now he's, you know, closed down games. He's gotten big outs for us, and, uh, you know, to be able to, uh, finish this one off, uh, you know, today when everybody just running on fumes and, and giving everything they got, um, you know, we're obviously getting short back there. So, you know, for him to, to be able to do it and basically get, you know, three up, three down, uh, super impressive. That was Jace Tingler, the uh, Padres manager after the massive 11 to eight exciting win I have a suggestion for the name of the game tonight. It comes from Derek RY85. He is he or she, I'm assuming he because of Derek, but Baker's Dozen, 13 hits in 12 innings. So we could call it a Baker's Dozen. Also a play on words because of Dusty Baker, the manager of the Astros. Uh, Kathy, Wendell, and uh, Chad, well, please hold on on the phone. We are going to get to you, but I we have Coach John Quintero standing by. Coach, I believe, was uh, cooking a tri-tip. When uh, when we called him to tell him that he was up on the show, so coach, I'm sure that the tri tip's okay. How are you doing tonight? Well, I'm doing very well. I was actually uh, expecting to, you know, hopefully uh, have the post game show about four thirty today and eat around five o'clock <laughs> so today. You know, whatever so it takes to get a win, that's the main thing uh, for all of us Padre fans and the Contreras household. My wife is well aware that nothing happens until Padre baseball is over. <laughs> that's awesome, and I I appreciate that she is well aware of that. Um, Fernando Tatis Jr. We say uh, we we I'm running out of ways to describe how great he is. I have friends all over the country who are asking me, is he really as great as everybody says? And I say, <laughs> absolutely he is. He's probably the best young player that I've ever seen. What about you? You've been around baseball a lot longer than I have. What, what, what do you think of Fernando Tatis Jr.? Obviously, he's a great player, but is this a generational type player? Oh, there's no question about it. I think he's uh, most uh, commonly uh, compared to Alex Rodriguez when Rodriguez was a young player uh, coming up with the Seattle Mariners. And you know, th this kid here uh, has got unbelievable power. I mean, I think uh, uh, Rodriguez was uh, more of a pure hitter than Fernando at the young age. But Fernando's so young. I mean, you know, he's only played, you know, in, in less than, uh, I think, 180 uh, big league ball games so far. But, you know, I think Alex was more of a pure hitter. But I definitely think Fernando has far greater power uh, than Rodriguez did at, at this same point in time. And, and this kid is a hitter. He's only going to get better and better and better and you know, that home run he hit today was just amazing. I mean, absolutely <laughs> I, yeah. amazing. I don't know if you heard me, I but mean, I... mean, Myers, you know, I was really happy for Will 
Uh, Matt, he, he really been scuffling. You know, the other night he broke an 0 for 16 with a base hit. And, you know, one of his three hits today, he hustled out an infield hit. And, you know, he not uh, letting it get him down. He working hard. And, you know, it was nice to see him get that big three-run homer. That may get him going a little bit because, you know, between, uh, you know, missing some time during spring training, then missing time during the season with uh, the right knee soreness, then hitting uh, the COVID and missing eight ball games. It's been a kind of a start and stop season for him, a lot like Fernando actually so it was really good to see uh, Will get going I mean when you got Will Myers now up to 252 and you know Manny's hitting 233 but Manny's had a couple of big hits each of the last couple of nights and he's going to get it going I'm glad to see he had a two-hit game today along with Tommy Pham Tommy Pham's third multi-hit game yes or fourth actually fourth multi-hit game fourth yes yes yeah he has definitely turned it on he was two for six today and uh he he's just we we talked about it in the pregame show. He's been really good in the last eight games. Now, what's going to get lost in this? And I'm not trying to find any negative in this game because it was all positive at the end, and it was all awesome for the Padres. <laughs> but you Darvish did struggle today, and uh, he he worked his way around some you know bad calls from the umpire. But he he wasn't the you Darvish that we saw. Do you think that this is just an outlier, and he'll be back to normal next start? I'm not losing one bit of sleep about what you Darvish did today. I mean, five innings, four hits, gave up five runs, four more earned. Uh, not good command today. Walk three, uh, struck out five, gave up that home run. Uh, I'm not worried. I mean, his ERA climbed all the way up to 2.16. How about that? <laughs> All yeah. the way up to 2.16. You know, he'll be better next time out. Guys like that, you're going to have that. I mean, uh, you're going to have uh, three or four more of those probably before the end of the year. But, you know, he's having a great year. And, hey, just think about this. Padres come back from a 6-1 deficit. How would you like to be doing the Houston Astro postgame show right about now? Uh, there would be major panic in Houston going on <laughs> if I am them because they have lost two games now back-to-back in extra innings to the Padres uh, in incredible fashion. Uh, Mark Melanson, he gets another blown save. We were talking about it last night. He doesn't deserve the blown save, but two nights in a row now. Um, what are your thoughts there? Uh, he looks a little bit uh, tired, not having the good command, not the, the good uh, break on his uh, cutter or his breaking ball right now. I think if you give him, you know, a day off, and, and the problem is they're running through these pitchers right and left. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, seven more innings for the bullpen today. I don't know how many more guys they can move uh, in and out of here from El Paso. I mean, Northcraft came in today. Hell of an effort, man. Uh, two innings, one hit, a couple of walks, but didn't give up a run. Excellent effort by him. Uh, Miguel Diaz, I like his stuff a great deal. You know, uh, you go back uh, three, four years ago when we first saw him, I mean, he was all over the place. I mean, he was one of those guys, uh, like in Bull Durham, uh, you know, he was going to hit the, <laughs> uh, you know, hit somebody behind home plate there somewhere. Uh, and right now, this guy's mechanics are great. He's got, he got good stuff. In fact, he has to just trust his stuff, and he just needs to throw that ball right down the middle and let it move because if he tries to hit uh, corners and nibble a little bit, that ball's probably going to go out of the strike zone. He reminds me a little bit of a guy many years ago that pitched for the Padres, a guy by the name Matt Clement, who had uh, pretty good stuff, but Matty, uh, you know, and he went on and pitched for other big league ball clubs and had, you know, pretty good success over the years. But he had to throw the ball right down the middle and just let it go wherever it would go because he had so much movement. And, and I've been very impressed with Miguel Diaz. And the other thing that I like about him, we didn't see it today, but we've seen it before. 
where he's one of those guys that can come out of the bullpen because he's been a starter and he started a game this year for the Padres, he can throw multiple innings. I mean, this guy down the road is going to pay huge dividends to Jace Tingler and the rest of the the Padre pitching staff. Absolutely. All right, Coach, I know you have your tri-tip cooking. Anything uh, in closing before we let you get back to dinner? Yeah, uh, uh, if you're going to have replay, let's get the replay right. That eighth inning, there's no doubt in my mind looking at it from a a variety of different angles. I know Chris Siegel called Profar out at first base. They reviewed it. They held the call up. There's no doubt every angle I looked at, if you watch his left hand, his left heel grazed the bag. His hand moved after it grazed the bag, and that beat the pitcher from hitting the bag. That runner should have been safe in Profar. you know, who knows, maybe the Padres have gone on and uh, scored some more runs in that, and it didn't happen, uh, but Fernando gets it done in the ninth, Will Myers gets it done in the 12th, and uh, the uh, big steak down there at the uh, Houston Steakhouse tonight for all the <laughs> Padres going to taste pretty doggone good. Absolutely. All right, Coach, thanks so much for joining us again on the postgame show. You will be back with, uh, I believe, Braden Soprena is on the postgame show tomorrow, so you'll be talking to your buddy, Braden, but uh, have a good rest of your Saturday night, and then we'll all enjoy this win. All righty, uh, Maddie, uh, you and uh, Brian and uh, everyone out there continue to have a, a wonderful uh, memorial holiday, and let's remember why we get Monday off. Yes, absolutely. A great point there, Coach. Thank you so much. Uh, that was Coach right, John Maddie. Coach John Katera here on the uh, Padres postgame show, 97.3 The Fan. You can catch him weekdays from noon to 3, talking all things Padres. So that is it for uh, Coach John Katera today. Okay. We have uh, callers on the line. I'm going to get to a few of you right now, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to get to you on the other side of the break because uh, Brian is giving me the break sign, but he's going to be mad because I'm going to take a call. So let's go to um, Wendell, East Village, it says, line three. Wendell, uh, how's it going? It's going great. You're doing a great job. Thank you. And I know you got a lot of callers, so I'll be brief. a nickname for this game may be uh, Padres or uh, Popperize the uh, Astros in reference to your know, orange yes. juice. Yes, I like it. I like it. Padres, the Astros. What else? Is that what you're calling for, Wendell? Do you have any other reactions to, to today's game? Yeah, I want to tip my hat to uh, the, the starting pitcher. His name just came out of my mind for some reason. But he, he's been really um, – You Darvish? Yeah, Darvish, he's really been a bad rock, and he was due to, and it really wasn't a bad outing. I mean, you know you got a great pitcher. He was still, like, in the top 10% of pitchers on, like, on a not-so-good day, so he was due to have an outing like this. Yeah. I get off with the other people. Get on. Oh, I appreciate you, Wendell. You call into Gwen and Chris all the time, and we appreciate your your participation in the post-game show as well. I like that. Padres pulperize. In Houston. That's a good one. All right, let's take one more. Let's go to um, – I'm sorry if your name's not Chadwell, but that's what's on my screen here. Chadwell, is this you? Is your name Chad or yeah. Chadwell? Yeah, it's Chadwell. You can call me Chad if you'd like. Okay, I'll call you whatever you want, Chad. Uh, okay, so this game has a whole lot of importance to me for three reasons real quick. Uh, the first reason is today is my birthday. Oh, happy uh, birthday. second reason – thank you. The second reason is I have been out sick the last four days in a row, so I kind of needed a Padres win today. And then the third reason is my uncle is uh, on one of his last days left of life. Uh, 
And so I went out to Temecula today to spend the day with my uncle for his 70th birthday party and with some family members. Um, so we all sat around and watched the Padre game and, and listened to Jesse call it uh, on the radio. And, and man, it, that, that, that was what we needed was extra innings of just good, hardworking Padres wins. Well, I appreciate that, Chad, and uh, I, I'm sorry to hear about your uncle. What's your uncle's name? Let's give him a shout-out. Wayne. Uncle Wayne. Uncle Wayne. Appreciate Uncle Wayne. Appreciate you, Chad. Uh, thanks for calling. Call back in any time, okay? Thank you. Have a good night. You too. You too. Love hearing people driving around listening to Padres Baseball on 97.3 The Fan. Okay, Brian is giving me the look. Like, dude, go to break. So when we get back, we're going to take some more of your calls. Kathy, Vince, and Clay, stay right there. And we're going to go figure out what the play of the game is. We're going to hear from Fernando Tatis Jr. And we're just going to have some fun here on a great Padres game day. Padres win 11 Padres beat the Astros 11 to 8 and they moved to 34 and 19 on the year. The Astros are 27 and 24. Austin Adams gets his second win of the season for the Padres. Garza gets pulled up and makes his major league debut and uh, just quickly gets slapped with his first major league loss. Poor him. And then Miguel Diaz gets his first save in his career. So we will get to all of you on the phones. We'll get to your tweets. We'll find out what our play of the game is. All next, I'm Matt Scraby, and this is the Padres postgame show after another major, amazing, incredible Padres win on 97.3 The Fan. This is Tony Gwynn Jr. from Gwynn and Chris. You're listening to the Padres postgame show on 97.3 The Fan. Thank you for that, Anthony Gwynn Jr. I am Matt Scraby. This is the Padres postgame show. And uh, it took five hours and eight minutes today. It took four hours and 43 minutes last night. But it doesn't matter because all that really amounts to is two Padres victories over the Astros. Uh, we're going to get to your calls in just one second. But let's find out what we thought was the best play of the game. What was the turning point in today's game? Let's take a listen to the bold play of the game. Presented by Bud Light Seltzer Lemonade. Bold, public, packed with lemonade flavor. Dying run at the plate, two outs in the ninth. And a pitch to Fernando is hammered to deep left. Will it stay fair? It does! Up over the railroad tracks in left. And we are 6-6 in the ninth. That was the play of the game. I mean, we can't choose any other play for play of the game. Fernando Tatis Jr. tying it up with two outs. One, There was one out left for the Padres. They were down to their last chance. And uh, that was a 448-foot, 114.9-mile-an-hour home run off of his bat. And again, StatCast showed that the probability of a win for the Padres at that moment in time was 0%. But again, I tell you. The computer has never seen Fernando Tatis Jr. play. So the computer needs to get a little bit of adjustment. The Padres win 11-8. Fernando Tatis Jr., that was his only hit in the game, but it came at the best possible time. He uh, also, you know, he had two, he had four RBIs. um, Yes, four RBIs. He went one for five with four RBIs, and he had a walk as well. He also had a sacrifice, which is why he doesn't have an extra hit, but he has an extra RBI. So Fernando Tatis Jr. racking up the RBIs tonight. Let's go to the phones, and let's go to Kathy. I know that Kathy is pumped up right now. How's it going, Kathy? Well, I'm out in the desert, and um, my aunt and uncle are huge Dodger fans, but they were nice enough to let me watch. <laughs> Padres game, even though the Dodger game was on. And top of the ninth, I said to them, I said, okay, you've got two guys on. 
you guys go to your Dodger game because as soon as we turn it off, Fernando's going to get a get a home run and tie the game. And sure enough, bang, it was out. And I was just like, because I was listening, still listening to it in, in my ear, but mm-hmm. I knew as soon as we turned the game off, something was gonna, big was going to happen. And it was amazing, absolutely amazing. And the best thing about it is the Dodgers are losing. <laughs> they are losing right now, 10-4 to 4 to the Giants in the top of the eighth inning at Chavez Ravine. Uh, yeah, that's, that's awesome. And I thought the same thing. Like, I, I thought, okay, f- Actually, Brian Cohen's here in studio telling me that Fernando's going to hit a home run right now. Fernando's going to hit a home run, and he did. So uh, how did the uh, Dodgers fans in your household that you're at, how did they react to the whole thing? Well, I mean, they're big Dodgers fans, but, I mean, they, they like the Padres. They understand the Padres are good. They like the Tech East, and they like, they like the team, of course, until they play the Dodgers. But, <laughs> I mean, they're happy. I mean, they're happy about it because they're probably the only two Dodger fans that I actually like. <laughs> okay, I appreciate <laughs> that. The family, but they're, de- they're decent about it, you know. Okay, that's good. That's good. You're allowed to cheer for another team if you're nice about it. That's that's my uh, that's my understanding of everything. Well, thanks for the phone call, Kathy. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday night, and uh, we'll be looking for another Padres win tomorrow. Let's go to Vince in Chula Vista, my guy. What's up, Vince? Hey, Scraby, can you hear me? I can. I can. How are you feeling? Ah, I'm coming to. I'm, I'm feeling great. Um, you know, we were we had some running around to do today, so we were listening on the radio pretty much the entire time. And when they were down five nothing, we we kind of looked around, my son and I, and we said, "Well, you know, it, it's we don't start to turn it on, or they don't start to turn it on until the sixth inning and beyond." That's true. And never did did I imagine that. Uh, what we saw today, and maybe maybe we should start imagining it because they are the best team in baseball. They're our San Diego Padres. When's the last time we were able to say something like that? I mean, they're never, ever out of it. And I think it starts at the top in the front office. It goes down through Tingler and the coaching staff. And if, if you have seen another team that has bonded the way this one has. And and it's just truly amazing to watch. Can't wait to get him home. We were saying also this weekend, it's so strange with that we're not down at Petco. And, um, you know, it, it, it's been magical so far. And uh, there's no indication, none, that this is, is going to stop. Yeah, no, I would agree with you. There's zero indication that this would stop. And thank you so much for the phone call, Vince. And thank you for listening to 97.3 The Fan all day. Appreciate that. Uh, Vince always has a good perspective on everything, and he's right. Like they are, they are seeming like they are a six-inning in beyond team, at least uh, in the last two games for sure, because uh, they didn't have much going on last night up until the end of the game, and tonight they didn't have much going on until about the eighth inning as well. So Padres pick up the win, 11 to eight over the Astros. Uh, we still have some more phone calls. Nicholas Clay, Sean Brock. I'm going to take one more of you, and then you guys stay right there because we're going to hear from Fernando Tatis Jr. here on the Padres postgame show, 97.3 The Fan. Uh, let's go with Clay. He's been holding the longest. Clay in South Bay, what's on your mind? Hey, Scraby, what a great game. I mean, you know, it, it's a team sport, and it's a team win. It couldn't be more evident than today's game or yesterday's game or any of these extra inning games or any game that the Padres have been playing. 
But, you know, I, I look at Melanson and I'm like, you know, I feel sorry for the guy, but I also know that he's going to chalk it up as a lesson that, you know, when we get into extra innings, he's going to have to bear down and try to figure out how to make his adjustment earlier. But other than that, I mean, come on, keep the faith. Yeah. Fire faithful, Padres win. What? I- Thank you, Clay. And that's a great point about Mark Melanson trying to figure it out. Mark Melanson's been a closer in baseball for a long time, but he's never really had to deal with a runner on second to start out an extra inning. And uh, that is – you kind of blew my mind right there, Clay. I hadn't even thought about that yet. And that's got to be a different thing for him because you're putting someone in scoring position right off the bat. So, you know, he's going to have to adjust, as you said. Thank you for that phone call, Clay. Nicholas, Sean, and Brock, stay right there. We're going to hear from – one of the heroes of tonight's win over the Astros, Fernando Tatis Jr. Let's take you inside the clubhouse and find out what the Padres have to say after today's game on the Padres Radio Network. Fernando, first, how how rewarding and how exhausting are these games that you guys are playing every day? <laughs> it's so rewarding, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's baseball. And I feel like we have played very good games on um, uh, their side too. And uh, but at the end of the day, uh, we uh, we have become with W, and that's the big part. Hey, uh, you're you're at bat there. Uh, can you just take us through it? Uh, you know, pitch you missed, pitched uh, the, the foul ball, the home run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he threw me a fastball. Uh, I feel like it was in the same spot. And then uh, in the second pitch, I just missed it, and. Uh, you know, I feel like he tried to challenge me again, and uh, I got that victory on that one. Put my barrel on the ball, and then uh, have a very good result. Your at-bat was kind of like the whole team staying. You had not done so well with runners in scoring position, and then you hit the bomb. Like, what is it about you guys that allows you to get better as the game goes on? Uh, we're always in the game. We're always in the game. Uh, no matter what the score, um, especially with, with the team we have, I feel like we're always in the game and, you know, we, we're just not afraid of, of the situation. And uh, we just go, you know, guys against the uh, uh, guy, keep, keep that line moving. And uh, I feel like we get pretty good results when we, when we do that. Hey, Fernando, on that note, I, I think you were 0 for 4 coming into that at bat. How do you, what's your mindset? What's your approach as far as just like forgetting those other at bats and, and going in and hitting that home run? Uh, brand new at bat. Um, new situations, you know, the bats I had before that that's already gone. Uh, I don't, that's already, I don't, you know, in one point you don't care. Of, that's my mindset. At one point I don't care. Uh, what I've done before is a, it's a new bat and, uh, you know, let's do, let's do something great now on this one. These wins, I'm sure like the emotional part of these wins, it's, it's really good. Does, does it, does it balance out the physical hard part or, or what would you say there? Oh, it's, it's, it's tough. It's tough. You know, this games are uh, really, you have, um, drain us. It's been what five hour games. <laughs> yeah. You know, what can I say that we fought, uh, we play, we play clean baseball against a very good team. And, uh, you know, we just play better. We just play better. That's the game. And last one from me, what did you think of Will's home run? And, and how did you think that he, he rocked the swag chain? Did he pull it off okay? <laughs> he rocked it pretty well. But, you know, that home run is as important as, as, as you know, it's, it was huge. That was a give us a lead and give us a small breather. You know, that one run difference sometimes on the extra right now is it's, it's not enough. But with that one, we were pretty confident and pretty sure that we got that W set. 
That was Fernando Tatis Jr. speaking with the media after the big 11-8 to win over the Astros. He had the big home run in the ninth inning with two outs. Or he, I mean, I just, I still can't believe what I saw. So, Fernando's right though. Well, I've learned that you cannot be, feel safe with one run in an extra inning period or an extra inning because the other team is probably going to score another run themselves. So, uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. saying that he's a little bit tired, and I don't blame him. Nine hours and fifty-one minutes of baseball in the last two nights, and. And uh, that is a lot. So hopefully they can go back to their hotel tonight, get some sleep, and they could go for the sweep tomorrow. Wanted to read a few tweets here and take one more phone call before we go to break. Uh, from at pods underscore old fart fan. I, I love that name. Um, they said, I don't have to go to the gym anymore as I got I get a better workout just watching the Padres. Very true, very true. At Nacho Padre SD, Matt Scraby, this team is dirty. They drag you, take you extra innings, blow up your pen, then they give you hope, and then they smash you. So dirty, not nice. And I agree with that. Thank you, at Nacho Padre SD. Uh, also, I wanted to give a shout-out to EC Money 92 on Twitter because they wrote in and they said, at my sister's graduation, and I was cheering the entire the whole game, shout my sister Erica for being the first one of the family to graduate from college. So shout-out to Erica. That's a huge accomplishment, and I am glad that you are able to uh, graduate from college, especially with all the COVID stuff. It's not easy to do that right now. So uh, appreciate that. Thanks, Eric. Tatis Jr. is the name on Twitter right there. Uh, we're going to get some more tweets a little bit later, but let's go to who has been holding the longest. Let's go to Sean in San Diego. Sean, what's on your mind? Hey, hey, obviously great night and uh, so much fun. And I can't find, I've been trying to find, when was the last time the Padres had the best record in baseball for a week going? Hey, maybe that's something you can find. Uh, the other thing I yes. thought about, though, that, um, you know, as we're looking at, we have a tough time getting through the first, getting anything on the first pitcher, then we do great against the bullpens. But the other thing in this one that I don't think anybody's talked about is this is the first time we've played in front of fans full fans in how, what, a two, a month and a half since we were in Texas the last time? Well, not even that. And that I mean, has to have an impact on some of the pitchers and things. Yeah, no, I would agree with you. Uh, Jesse and Tony were talking about on the broadcast, this is the first time they've played in front of a pretty much a 30,000-plus seat or fans in attendance past 30,000 is what I'm trying to say. I don't know why I'm so tongue-tied. But um, they were they were talking about that as well. As a, It is a difference maker. It really is to have fans in the stands cheering and uh, – and it's incredible to have the Padres go out there and win in Houston, and especially with all the fans. So Padres fans are going to get their turn here at June 17th when they come back to town and uh, they take on the Reds for opening day. So thank you so much, Sean, for the phone call. I am going to look into that. If anybody has that stat out there, when was the last time the Padres had the best record in baseball through – um, let me see what the record is. 34 and 19. Gosh, I'm doing math on the air again, and it's not good. 53 games. If you can, please uh, send it to at Matt Scraby. If not, I will try and find that. But uh, thank you for the phone call, Sean. All right, Nicholas, Mike, Brock, and Paul, stay right there. We are going to head to break right now. Uh, we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about some of the games around baseball. We're also going to name the player of the game and update you on the home run tally. That's all next. I'm Matt Scraby, and this is the Padres postgame show after an 11-8 to win over the Astros in 12 innings on 97.3 The Fan. This is Fernando Tatis Jr. from the San Diego Padres. You're listening to Padres Baseball on the Padres Radio Network. 
And uh, before we get into this uh, segment right here and figure out what the player of the game, the Allentown scoreboard, and how many home runs the Padres have hit, I, I have to say, everyone out there, please silently or loudly give a round of applause to my man Brian Cohen on the board right now because he has been here for nine hours and 51 minutes the last two nights. He puts in a lot of work, and I appreciate it. I've been in that seat before, and it is not easy to do what he is doing to stay on top of everything, and he has run the board better than I have ever run the board. And for all of you who listen to Gwyn and Chris, that, you know that is true. You know that I'm not lying. So thank you very much, Brian. Everyone out there, give him a round of applause. Nine hours and 51 minutes of board running, and it's been great board running. All right, let's uh, find out who we chose for player of the game. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's take a look at the player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. San Diego's favorite casino and dining. 2-1, hit in the air to right field, pretty well struck. Tucker's going back. He will get to the fence and leap. It's going to go! Will Myers with an opposite field three-run homer. And the Padres take an 11-8 lead in the 12th. Have a day, Will Myers. And Will Myers putting the Padres up in the game, and he ends up being our player of the game. He went three for five with four RBIs in that long uh, home run in the 12th inning to score three runs to put the Padres on top and win the game. Uh, I don't know if you noticed it, but when he hit the home run, the fans threw the ball back faster than I've ever seen a fan throw the ball back. So I got to kind of give credit to that fan because he threw it back faster and I think it even went out. But that is our player of the game, Will Myers, wearing the swag chain after the game, looking looking like he loves it. He actually wore it during the game, and he was trying to spin it himself. He was having fun with it. So the swag chain definitely uh, is, uh, is a fun thing for the Padres players, and they, they love to have the swag chain because that means they did something great in the game. Uh, Nicholas, Mike, and Brock, hold on. We will get to you. These are all scheduled, and we have to get these in. So we will get to you, I promise. But first, let's check out what's going on around baseball. It's time to check the scores around the big leagues with the Out of Town Scoreboard. Brought to you by OGs, your headquarters for all games, with seven convenient locations in San Diego. All right, right now there is a game ongoing in the National League West. It is the San Francisco Giants at Dodger Stadium taking on the Dodgers. This has been kind of a wild one. It's in the bottom of the eighth, and it is uh, 11 to 6 right now in favor of the Giants. The Giants also won last night and beat the Dodgers, so this is all good for the Padres. They, uh, With the Padres' win today, they have a chance to uh, extend their, their lead in the division a little bit more. And uh, so we'll, we'll keep you up to date on that one. If it ends during the postgame show, we'll bring it to you. But uh, for right now, the Giants are leading the Dodgers 11-6 to in the bottom of the eighth inning. In the middle of the eighth inning, the Braves are in New York taking on the Mets, and the Mets are crushing the Braves 13-2. to the Cardinals and the Diamondbacks just started uh, in Arizona. The Cardinals are up one to nothing after the first inning. The Rangers and the Mariners just started there in the top of the second. It's a zero-zero tie right there. The Rockies and Pirates played their first of the doubleheader earlier today, and the Pirates won at home seven to nothing in seven innings. The Phillies and the Rays were playing in Tampa earlier today, and the Rays beat the Phillies five to three. 
The Brewers played in a doubleheader as well today against the Nationals in D.C. The Brewers took down the Nationals in the first game 4-1. to one. The White Sox beat the Orioles in another uh, doubleheader. There was uh, weather yesterday, so lots of doubleheaders today. The White Sox beat the Orioles in one of those games 7-4. to four. The Twins beat the, the uh, Royals 6-5. to five. And if you didn't hear it earlier... Uh, Josh Donaldson scored the two millionth run in Major League Baseball history in this game, and Nelson Cruz had a ground rule double that drove him in. So those are both trivia answers. If you ever want to call in and play Chris versus the fans, keep that top of mind because it probably will be a question soon. The Reds and the Cubs played earlier today. The Cubs won 10-2. to In the other uh, game for the Pirates and the Rockies, the Pirates won 4 to nothing. The Rockies put Trevor Story on the IL. Rockies didn't score a run today, and the Pirates scored 11 runs against them today, so not good. The Angels beat the A's in Oakland 4 to nothing. The Red Sox beat the Marlins in Boston 3-1. to and the Tigers take down the Yankees for two games in a row now. And the Tigers won 6-1 to one in, in the other doubleheader game for the White Sox and the Orioles. The White Sox won 3-1. to one. And in the other doubleheader game for the Brewers and the Nationals, the Brewers won 6-2. to two. I don't think I'm forgetting anything else. So that is it for the out-of-town scoreboard. And uh, real quick, if I can pull up the standings, I want to look and see where the Padres are at. Padres right now are 34 and 19 and before this game with the Dodgers and Giants go final they're both at 31 and 20 so they're they're two games back of the Padres so either way whoever wins tonight is not going to be able to beat the Padres that's how it's looking in the standings for right now and uh Albert Pujols just hit a home run and boy does he look weird in a Dodgers uniform I have to say uh, we're going to take your phone calls in just one second, Nicholas, Mike, and Brock, but let's find out how many home runs the Padres have hit this season. Which Padre went deep tonight? Let's take a look at the Padres' home run tally. Brought to you by the Gomez firm on the Padres Radio Network. Dying run at the plate, two outs in the ninth. And a pitch to Fernando is hammered to deep left. Will it stay fair? It does! Up over the railroad tracks in left. And we are 6-6 in the ninth. One hit in the air to right field. Pretty well struck. Tucker's going back. He will get to the fence and leap. It's going to go. Will Myers with an opposite field three-run homer. And the Padres take an 11-8 lead in the 12th. Have a day, Will Myers. Two excellent calls by Jesse Agler. When we, the- we sit here in the studio, and I want to hear it again too, Brian. I mean, you could have told me, and I would have set it up. But no, I'm just kidding. Uh, we sit here in the studio and we listen to the radio broadcast while we watch the TV on mute just to see what's happening in the game. And so we're we're the the radio broadcast here in the studio is a, a little bit before the TV. And when uh, I heard Jesse's voice, I knew it was gone, and I knew it was a big home run. So great call there, Jesse, on both of those home runs. Fifty three home runs on the season for the Padres after picking up two more today: Fernando Tatis Jr. and Will Myers. That is good enough for tied for nineteenth. So. I guess lower end of the middle of the pack, but uh, they're not the lowest. The lowest in the in Major League Baseball right now, Pittsburgh Pirates at 36, so they're not even close to that. 
That is the home run tally. I'm Matt Scraby. This is the Padres postgame show on 97.3 The Fan after a big 12-inning win for the Padres, 11-8 to over the Astros. Austin Adams moves to 2-0 and on the season, getting the win for the Padres. Garza Jr. makes his Major League debut and then gets slapped with his major, first Major League loss. Unfortunate for him. And then Miguel Diaz comes into the game and locks it down for the Padres in the bottom of the 12th. He gets his first save on the season and first save in his career. The Padres, as I said, they moved 34-19 on the season, and the Astros moved to 27-24. Hugh Darvish went five innings tonight, struck out five, um, gave up four runs, but it doesn't matter because we don't have to worry about Hugh Darvish. He will fix everything for the next time that he starts, and and he's going to look back at this one and just be happy the Padres got the win. So we are going to take our final break of the postgame show. And when we get back, I'm going to get to all of you. I promised you on the phones, Nicholas, Mike, and Brock, we will get to you. And we'll do that when we get back on 97.3 The Fan. Hey, this is Woods from Bennett Woods. You're listening to the Padres postgame show on 97.3 The Fan. And the Padres won today 11-8 to over the Astros in 12 innings. They have taken two straight from the Astros. They look for the sweep tomorrow. We're going to uh, preview what's going to happen tomorrow at the end of this postgame show. But for right now, we need to, uh, out of all of the relievers tonight, who did we think did best? Which pitcher came in and slammed the door shut? Let's find out who's the relief pitcher of the game in partnership with the San Diego Food Bank. Providing relief for tens of thousands of families affected by COVID-19. Become a donor or volunteer today at SanDiegoFoodBank.org. And tonight we're going to go with Aaron Northcraft. He was pulled up from AAA today to kind of uh, give the Padres a fresh arm. And he locked it down. He came in in the seventh inning, and he went uh, two innings. He gave up a hit, but he walked two. But that was it. He didn't give up any runs. He didn't uh, have any damage put on the board when he was out there. So appreciate Aaron Northcraft. That's always a good story. He made his major league debut a little bit earlier in the year against the Dodgers, and uh, we're going to see him quite a few times this year. I have a feeling. So that will be our uh, relief pitcher of the game tonight is Aaron Northcraft. Okay, we've gotten everything out of the way that we need to get out of the way, and now we can take your phone calls. Um, Let's start. Let's see who has been on hold the longest. Nicholas. Let's start with you. What's going on, Nicholas? Hey, Gravy, how's it going? Good, good. What's on your mind? Thanks for holding. Uh, yeah, no problem. Hey, I just wanted to do a couple things I wanted to touch on. I just got back from Houston. I was at the game last night out oh, there. Oh, nice. What a great what a great game it was. But um, how clutch have the boys been? Like, Tatis alone hit two game-tying home runs last night and tonight. And then... We've scored 13 runs in extra innings in the last two nights. Now, I don't care who you are in baseball. That's tough to beat. Uh, absolutely, that's tough to beat. And, well, since you were in Houston last night, what was the mood like in the stadium after he hit that home run in the eighth to tie it up? Oh, it got real quiet real fast. I'll be honest. <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. Real quiet, real what brought but you out to Houston? What was that? I said, what brought you out to Houston? Just wanted to enjoy a game? Uh, birthday my birthday's on monday and uh my lady surprised me with tickets i want to go visit all the parks and i figured she figured why not start in houston very great nice park, beautiful awesome fans you know they were very friendly they said we're a lot more friendly 
than Dodger fans. And I said, hey, <laughs> you're right about that. Yes, I absolutely agree with that. Uh, Nicholas, happy birthday or happy early birthday. Appreciate the phone call. I love that you were in Houston last night. Good stuff. Um, that he's. You're absolutely right, though. I, I don't know who else in baseball right now is the best team, and I don't know who else is playing better than Fernando Tatis Jr. right now. He, he And the clutch meter, I guess I should say. His clutch meter is 100 right now if you're playing the show. I know that Brian Cohen plays the show all the time, and I don't know if they have a clutch rating, but his clutch rating is probably what, Brian? Like 95, 96? Okay, he says yeah. He says yeah. All right. Um, let's go to Mike in Claremont. Mike, what's going on? Hey, what's up, Scrape? Not much. How, how are you doing tonight? Good, good. Way better after the win. <laughs> um, so I've been thinking about this, and I hate to say it, but Fernando's kind of a – he's a bit of a flopper. <laughs> when, when, the, when the ball comes in high and tight, he's a bit – but today it was – I don't – it's must-watch TV, even watching him flop. The guy did the splits. He looked like James Brown out there, right? <laughs> you know what's kind of funny is that we were talking about that in studio, and we agree with you. He is kind of a flopper, <laughs> but, you know, I don't know what it's like to have a 98-mile-an-hour fastball coming out my yeah. head. So I, I don't. I, I probably would just fall to the ground and just stay there. They would have to, <laughs> like, take me off the field because I'd be so scared. But we. it's funny that you say that because we were talking about that earlier. Those splits, though, it, it's making its rounds, I think, even more than his home run right now on social media, people are talking about the splits that he did. I, I, I cannot believe that he did that and got up so cleanly and easily. The guy's amazing. He's amazing. I'm glad he's a Padre. Thank yeah, the Lord. Absolutely. Thanks so much for the phone call, Mike. Really appreciate you calling into the postgame show. And uh, let's go to uh, another caller, Mark. Mark, how are you doing tonight? What's on your mind? Mark is gone. He wanted to talk about Fernando not flopping. He's, he thinks it's a good idea. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know what he wanted to talk about. Okay, let's preview tomorrow. Uh, let's close out tonight, though. The Padres win 11-8 to over the Astros in 12 innings. The uh, Austin Adams gets the win for the Padres. He moves to 2-0. Garza Jr. gets the loss for the Astros. He's 0-1. And Miguel Diaz picks up the save for the Padres, his first save of his career and the first save of the season. Uh, notables in the lineup today for the Padres. Of course, Fernando Tatis Jr. went 1-5. for five. He had four RBIs in that big-time, big-time home run uh, in the ninth inning. And whatever he does in the per it, earlier in the game, it doesn't even matter because he erased it all with that one swing of the bat. Tommy Pham picked up uh, another two-hit game. That's his fourth two-hit game in a row, so he is two for six tonight. Uh, Manny Machado went two for five, and he's been coming through with some really, really clutch hits in the last week or so, especially when he's been uh, injured and when he's been pinch-hitting and and playing DH and all this other stuff. So uh, Manny Machado is someone who we need to give a lot of credit to for the run that the Padres are on. I mean, who else do we need? Jake Cronenworth. He went two for four tonight. He walked twice. His average or his uh, batting average is 292. Eric Cosmer, he went one for six after leaving the game yesterday because he got hit by a pitch. Will Myers, what else can we say about him? Wearing the swag chain and wearing it proudly after his three-run home run in the top of the 12th inning. He went three for five today. He had four RBIs, and he's now he now has risen his average to 252. Uh, Jerickson Profar, he, uh, some people say that he was safe. Some people say that he was out. Coach said he was safe. 
I'm not going to go into it because they ended up winning, but I don't know that he was safe. That's all I'll say about that. But it doesn't matter because they won. He went one for five today. Hassan Kim had a tough one. He did, but it's great to have Hassan Kim in the lineup defensively. And Victor Caratini picked up a hit as well. He's one for six. The Padres uh, were six for 23 with runners in scoring position today. The Houston Astros were three for 22 with runners in scoring position. Um, The only error that was in the game would go to Jake Cronenworth. He had a fielding error his second of the year. And if we're going to look at the pitchers, you Darvish, the starter for the Padres tonight, went five innings. He uh, gave up four hits. Four earned runs, three walks. He uh, struck out five, and he gave up one home run. His ERA on the year is now 2.16. And then you got Craig Stammen, who came in for an inning. You got Aaron Northcraft. You got uh, Pierce Johnson. You got Mark Melanson, who unfortunately picks up another blown save after last night. But as our caller said, Clay, I believe it was Clay, uh, he said that Melanson may need to... Uh, he may need to figure out how to pitch in the extra innings with the runner on second because it's much different for him. He's been pitching without runners on second in extra innings his entire career. Austin Adams also, <laughs> he gets a blown, it says he gets a blown save as well, but he also gets the win. And then Miguel Diaz gets a save. So that is 12 innings of pitchers. I mean, I'm not even going to go over what happened with the rest of the Houston pitchers, but there was one more pitcher that they went out there with. But Jake Odorizzi, for the Astros, made his uh, return from the IL. He's five and a third innings tonight. He w- had three hits. He gave up one earned run. He struck out four. So they got to be happy with what they see out of Jake Odorizzi today. Um, Garza Jr. takes the loss, and Presley, blown save. I think the biggest play in the game, really, in closing of everything, the biggest play of the game was that foul pop-up that Tatis hit in the ninth inning with two outs and the first baseman, Taylor Jones, he was trying to track it up in the uh, ceiling or the roof, and he came too close to the side. He ended up knocking into one of the padding that keeps him from the wall in the field, and he fell down. He was unable to catch it, and uh, so it gave Tatis new life. And in the next, the very next pitch, Tatis hit that 440-something-foot bomb that was 114.9 miles an hour off the bat. So... That was the play of the game, really, if we're gonna if we're gonna break it down. So five hours in eight minutes, as I said, the attendance in at Minute Maid Park was thirty one thousand three hundred and twenty three. And tomorrow it's gonna be another big time pitching matchup between the Padres and the Astros. The Padres are looking for another sweep. I mean, they have I don't think they've lost the series. In the past five series, uh, that's just off the top of my head. I would have to do a little bit more research, but I believe it's around there five. But uh, it's going to be Blake Snell for the Padres, and it's going to be Zach Granke for the Astros. So another uh, hard-fought game tomorrow. Hopefully the Padres can rest up tonight because they have played a lot of baseball in the last couple days. Fourth straight game, they've went to extra innings. The first time that's ever happened in Padres history. And in the last two games... They have played nine hours and 51 minutes worth of baseball. So that is a lot. And here are some of the uh, names that we came up with for today's game. And I think it was Wendell that said Padres pulperized in Houston because of Minute Maid Park. I like that one. Uh, Derek RY85 said Baker's dozen because 13 hits, 12 innings, and then Dusty Baker. And, um, and then my stupid names of, like, the crushing of the – I don't even know. I can't remember what I came up with. Oh, the comeback in crunch time, the derailing in downtown, the computer crusher, the draining of the juice box, 
all those are not as good as what you guys sent me. So appreciate everyone out there who uh, participated in the post-game show here on 97.3 The Fan. Uh, we're going to be back here. Not me. I will not be back here, but Brian will. So please, again, give Brian a round of applause for bringing you Padres baseball and running the board very well. There was one more thing I was going to mention, and I can't. Actually, I do know what it was, and I wanted to shout out Uncle Wayne. Chad called in earlier, and unfortunately, Uncle Wayne is um, not doing well, but he was able to watch the game today, and he was able to watch it with his family, and I do appreciate Chad for calling in and telling us that. And So shout out to Uncle Wayne. Glad that the Padres got a win for you. That is it. We are done. Thank you again, everyone. Thank you, Brian Cohen. Thank you, Adam Kluge, Karen Cerulli, Kevin Callahan. Thank you to Jesse Agler and Tony Gwynn Jr. And thank you to Dave Marcus for putting everything together on the other side. Uh, join us tomorrow. The first pitch of the game is at 12, 11, 10 a.m. tomorrow. Uh, pre-game show is at 10, 10 a.m. tomorrow with Braden Soprano. So join us for that. Until then, have a great night, everyone, the rest of your Saturday. And uh, the Giants are beating the Dodgers right now. By the time I sign off, I think the game will be over and the Giants will have beaten them two times in a row. But until then, we are going to say good night. And I hope everyone enjoys a nice Padres victory on Saturday night. Good night. Thanks for joining us for today's game. For all the latest news on the Friars, stay tuned to your home of the San Diego Padres, 97.3 The Fan and the Padres Radio Network. Thank you for listening to the special presentation on San Diego's only FM sports station. We now join our regularly scheduled programming already in progress on 97.3 The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.